Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and I have a really neat show for you this week. We are going to go over the Tesla semi-delivery event, so I'm looking forward to chatting about that. So let's go ahead and jump into the Tesla semi-delivery event. We're going to start with Elon's opening remarks. <laughs> All right, welcome to Sparks, Nevada, site of the Tesla Gigafactory and our Tesla semi-truck factory as well. So, uh, yeah, I can't believe it's been five years. Um, so, we, we, we unveiled the Tesla Semi uh, five years ago. Um, it's been a lot that's happened since then, to say the least. Um, so, we were incredibly excited tonight to actually deliver our first production Tesla Semi trucks. So, and it's, it's right next door to the uh, uh, Giga Nevada, uh, our Giga factory here, which produces the uh, most number of battery cells in North America. Uh, it produces our uh, drive units um, and uh, battery packs. And uh, yeah, so uh, I'd, I'd just like to just start off by giving a, a big hand to the, the Tesla Giga factory team and the Tesla semi truck team. It's like. <laughs> Um, so, I, and I think you've, you've had a chance to tour the production line. So, cool, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to actually delivering our first production trucks to uh, PepsiCo. So, this is going to be fantastic. Next up, Elon's going to tell us why Tesla decided to build a semi-truck. <laughs> so, uh, it, people might wonder why build a semi-truck. Um, because if you look at the actual unit volume, it's it's small compared to passenger vehicles. So for passenger vehicles, you know, there's on the order of uh, almost 100 million that are sold every year, and whereas semi trucks, it's uh, like you know, for four or five hundred thousand. Not even yeah, it's a couple hundred thousand class A trucks a year globally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, no. Sorry, that's U.S. US. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's so there's. It, in the, so in the U.S., there's it's called like 15 million passenger vehicles and a couple hundred thousand semi-trucks. So it seems like a small percentage, but uh, it's actually 20% of U.S. vehicle emissions because you've got a huge vehicle and it's being driven uh, 
all the time. So when you factor in the, the number of hours driven and the, the weight that it's carrying, it's actually, although it's only 1% of vehicle production, it's 20% of vehicle emissions. Uh, and it's uh, over a third of, of all the particulate emissions. So from a sort of health standpoint, particularly in like cities, this is a huge uh, impact, like it's gigantic. So um, that's why we're doing it, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is, this is really core to our mission. And you know, to, to Elon's point, there's a lot of heavy trucks that are deployed in dense urban areas. And so the communities that are around freeways, a lot of where these trucks are domiciled, are going to really benefit, particularly from the particulate emissions reductions, and then you know, just trying to reduce emissions globally. Every truck that we put on the road that replaces a diesel truck is a huge amount of leverage. And so that's, that is why we're doing this and makes a huge difference towards driving us towards our total mission of sustainable energy and transportation. As somebody who drives a busted old fire truck that probably pollutes more than most fire trucks, um, I can get behind this. Like, I actually drive my truck behind the station instead of pulling it out on the front apron because that gets that truck away from all the other firefighters working in the bay and in and around their trucks so they're not um, getting, uh, you know, gassed out by all this exhaust from this diesel truck. So I can 100% get behind the the healthy aspect to this. And honestly, the truck that I'm driving now, if I get cancer, and it's there's a really high percentage that I will just statistically, if I get cancer, it's because of this truck, almost certainly. Anyway, I don't want to bring I don't want to bring the show down. So um, I'm all for improving people's health. In our next clip, Elon's going to talk about a little bit about the performance of the vehicle. You know, at Tesla, we don't make slow cars. Uh, we don't make this this thing has crazy power relative to a, a diesel truck. Uh, I mean, actually, especially if, you, if, you don't have, if you're not towing anything, you could zip around like, it looks crazy, basically. It looks like an elephant moving like a cheetah. It doesn't look right, frankly. Um, but it's, uh, it, it's, this, is, this is not sluggish in the least. It's, it's fast. Uh, it's fast to accelerate. It's, it's uh, fast to brake. It's really a step change improvement in... Uh, what it's like to drive a semi truck? Um, yeah, well, we've got three yeah. times the power. Three times the power than any diesel truck on the road right now. So you got all the work, all the power you need to get the job done. But the other reason that it's a beast is because it's also efficient, and you, know, you can go 500 miles on a single charge on one of these things. So it's the mix of those two that this is why this is a game changer. And what's awesome is both of those are enabled by our new thousand volt powertrain, which is the first vehicle that we're doing with that. And don't worry, there'll be some more things, more vehicles coming with that. But uh, this is going to be uh, a game changer because of all the awesome innovations that have happened, you know, behind the scenes and you know, under the hood, so to speak. First off, uh, 500 miles on a single charge for something that big is amazing. Second, I really want to know more about this thousand volt powertrain that he's talking about. I would imagine when he says that it's going to work its way into other products, it's going to be the Roadster and the Cybertruck. Now, that's just a guess, but we are going to get a little tidbit about the Tesla Semi and the Cybertruck and something that they share or have in common. I don't I don't want to tell you just yet because I want you to be surprised if you haven't already heard. Next up, Elon's going to talk about some of the technologies that went into the Tesla Semi. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So we're obviously leveraging, leveraging a ton of stuff that we've already done. So we've got... Uh, well, it's not probably 51 billion miles driven. I don't know. There's more every, every day. Um, 
So we're, we're using our existing drive units, power electronics, uh, infotainment, uh, the, our super efficient uh, heat pump uh, HVAC system, uh, and uh, state-of-the-art inverters. So we're able to leverage uh, the existing uh, powertrain and uh, elements that are already made at volume uh, in order to uh, achieve ex extreme efficiency of, of cost and ca uh, capability. So. Yeah, and it also means we get to leverage all the reliability that the active car fleet is doing. So we're accumulating all these miles, getting a ton of demonstrated learnings into the field. And we're going to go and put all these trucks into the world and get a lot of learnings as well. But we're coming off of a great launching pad with everything that's done in the rest of our products already. And it's also enabled because you know, Tesla's got this full vertical integration on the software and the hardware side. So the teams that are working together to put all that together into one package, this is a huge win you know, for all of our products, but particularly Semi. Tesla has a lot of proprietary stuff that goes into their vehicles, but in terms of what they're using for the Cybertruck, it is proprietary to Tesla, but it's also off the shelf. And we're going to hear more about the motors and things like that a little bit later. So I don't want to, again, I don't want to ruin it, but things like the Model 3 and Model Y door handles on the Cybertruck. Yes, it looks silly, but it's a good use of a part. We've got a tri-motor yeah. uh, powertrain system, so, and they're, we're using the uh, Cobno wrap sleeve. So essentially we're using the, 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 the plaid, uh, Model S, Model X, uh, powertrain. Uh, and, um, but it, we're, we're, and, and, and actually enabling the two of the drive units to actually disconnect, uh, yeah. so that they're not, uh, free spinning. Uh, so yeah. the efficiency is actually much greater in cruise. Yeah, this is really unique. I mean, we're going with a tri-motor system. One of them is constantly engaged, so that's for maximum efficiency. You're getting on a highway, that's doing the bulk of the work, and it's operating at the peak efficiency point of the entire drivetrain. And then the other two units are for torque and acceleration. So when the driver needs it to get their job done, whether that's you know, getting out of a loading dock or it's on the road they need to pass somebody, you're tackling a grade, you have the torque and power to do it. And the cool thing is that these are clutched automatically, so no driver input needed, but it's also seamless. So the highway efficiency unit is cruising along, doing its thing, and if the driver puts their foot to the floor, the torque units spin up, clutch engages, and takes over, and it does all of that before we've maxed out the torque on the efficiency unit, so it's completely smooth. There's no turbo lag or jerkiness or anything like that. No driver input needed. It's smooth, both in terms of acceleration and deceleration for regen. It's uh, really cool happening all behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, what I find actually really wild about this is that uh, you can have a, a truck um, which is 82,000 pounds. And uh, by the way, the reason we can actually do 82,000 pounds is that there's a 2,000 pound extra uh, that's allowed by law for electric trucks. So you get a little bit of an uh, advantage on the, uh, on the, on the weight side. Um, but you can, you can basically pull 82,000 uh, pounds uh, on, at cruise using, and the only thing that's doing that is a tiny little motor like on one axle. Oh, that big. Well, football size, maybe? Yeah, yeah you can yeah. carry it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a, you know... I mean, you you can check it in your luggage. Good luck doing that with a diesel engine. And one of those is more powerful than a diesel. Yeah. Yeah, just that, just that one little guy is, is more powerful than a regular diesel engine on, on a, on a semi-truck. Um, but it's just, I find it, like, amazing that this enormous thing can be pulled by something that you could carry in your hands. It's like, wow, that's power density. That is power density. I love that they're using the plaid powertrain, the plaid motor for this. This is so cool. 
The idea of being able to disconnect the motors when they're not being used and then reconnect them when you need them seamlessly, uh, that's a really cool idea. I am a little concerned, and not a lot of concerned, but I am a little concerned on whether or not, uh, while you're, if you're going up a grade, let's say, and uh, you step on the accelerator, and for some reason there's an issue and it doesn't engage, what happens then? But that's just the pessim- <laughs> just pessimistic me. Uh, one of the coolest th- things that they showed that it didn't include because it was just a video was a Tesla Semi going upgrade. And it was accelerating as it was going upgrade and passing other semis at 82,000 pounds, fully loaded. Now, we've talked a little bit about going up grades. Let's talk about going down the grades. And the other beauty is that you've got all this power going up, but you also have it going down. And what that means is you've got regenerative braking. So rather than using a Jake brake or engine braking like a diesel truck does, where you have to worry about hitting your shifts. If you miss a gear, you're onto your brakes and potentially in a runaway situation. You don't have to worry about any of that. There's no shifting, no nothing. And so the regen recaptures all that energy as you're going down these grades. But on top of it, it also is a safer system for not just the driver, but everybody on the road because there's no gear to miss. I mean, just it's worth reemphasizing that point. Um, because it's an electric uh, drivetrain, when it goes downhill, you actually, or when you slow down, it recaptures um, the energy of motion or the energy of, 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 of height. The, the potential and kinetic energy are largely recaptured. Uh, whereas for a diesel truck, that's not possible. You can't just, you know, create diesel. So it, it, you just end up heating brakes. And, and then your brakes overheat, and you can't use them, and then it's actually quite, it's pretty dangerous because the brakes stop working. Yeah, that's why you have runaway truck ramps. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because, so if for any of you that have ever driven I-80 and driven Donner, there's a mandatory brake check stop for trucks down by Emigrant Gap. We've done this, and it's really funny because we'll go over the grade, we'll come down, and we just kind of pull to the side, and we're like, well, there's nothing to check. We've never used the things, and we just keep driving. Yeah. Yeah. And we get to the bottom of the hill, we have cold brakes. Yeah. <laughs> That's like mind-blowing in, in the trucking world. So it's like insane, basically. Uh, and, and you yeah, so. Uh. So it's, it's really worth emphasizing that. That's a significant safety improvement for the truck driver and for other people on the road. Um, and and the, we, we also have um, excellent traction control because the precision of an electric motor is vastly better than a, a diesel engine. Um, you know, it's, it's sort of got like the, I'm trying to think of the right analogy here, but like it's got the precision of like a laser printer. <laughs> it's not great. It's, it's like really precise. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, and and the, the reaction is, uh, uh, so it's like you don't have to worry about, uh, tra- tra- like traction control is awesome. It's got, uh, it's automatically stopping the, the, the truck from jackknifing. It's doing all this safety stuff uh, in the background that just isn't possible with uh, regular diesel trucks. It's just it's 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 a step change in technology in in in, in so many ways. Um, yeah, and the tight integration with the software team that we have here really makes that happen because it means that we can take all that. Uh, the precision and actually put it to use. You know, it's not some tie-in of some third-party powertrain. No, this is all in-house. As we do this really neat, uh, you know, chassis control work at the brake level, the traction control level, we integrate with our uh, total stability control system and make sure that the driver, you know, has a lot of confidence, but also has everything they need to stay on the road. It's going to be, it's a really nice, uh, neat, integrated uh, package overall in terms of, you know, software and control, and it's totally seamless to the driver, and it'll be a a game-changer in terms of safety. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. In the beginning, he mentioned a Jake brake. And these are, if you're not familiar, these are devices that help slow the vehicle down. Jake brake is a, a brand you have uh, that, which is a compression brake. You have exhaust brakes. You have electromagnetic brakes. Uh, one of the brands out there is called Telma, T-E-L-M-A, if you're interested in, in researching this kind of stuff. But basically, it helps slow the vehicle down without having to touch your brakes. And he mentioned if you are going down a, a grade and you skip a gear or you miss a gear, you have to use the brake. Um, maybe truck drivers are pretty amazing and they know what they're doing. In most cases, this is not going to be an issue for them. And then another thing is, is that, and I don't know what the percentage is, but the trucking industry is getting away from manual transmissions anyway, and they're moving more towards automatic. Again, I don't know what the the, the percentage of semis sold that are automatic versus manual. But in either case, it's kind of a moot point. They, they paint a picture and I don't think it's a very accurate picture because if you miss a gear, it's not the end of the world. The fire truck I drive is an automatic. It has a Telma device on it. However, I am old enough to have driven uh, fire trucks that were manuals. And uh, <laughs> that's an experience. I, I don't, I, I can tell you that's an experience. Fortunately, I wasn't an engineer during this time. So I only had to train on them to make sure that I could drive them and, and pass a test. I didn't actually have to drive them to a fire call. But uh, the the folks that had been around for a while that had driven these trucks up and down grades with a, a wide variety of weather, whether it was rain or snow or icy conditions, uh, these folks know what they're doing. Uh, I'm not saying I was one of those people because I'm, I'm not. Really, the point I want to get across is these are professionals and they know what they're doing. All right, moving on from 
you know, braking systems. I love what they're doing with the software. I love that it's taking a lot of the load off the driver that helps reduce fatigue, which hopefully will help reduce accidents. And I am always for that. Next up, we're going to hear about efficiencies, and there's going to be some veiled references to Nikola Motors and Trevor Milton. And they're going to talk about the 500 mile test run they did from San Diego, or excuse me, from San Francisco to San Diego. And there's a time lapse video playing in the background. I cut a lot of this stuff out so you guys didn't have to listen to just them narrating the video. But yeah, the efficiencies are pretty interesting. So we talk power. You want to talk efficiency? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, some people out there say it can't be done. Um, I don't know who might say that, but uh, <laughs> I've heard rumors. Um, and uh, so we just did it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we're going to post the whole video unedited on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no jump cuts. <laughs> yeah. And th this wasn't, you know, some ultra clean, precise test track simulation or something where we, you know, shut down a road. Nope. This is real world. You know, this is over grapevine. This is with traffic. This is true 500 miles. You know, we were loaded just under 82K. You know, we didn't, no special aero treatments. Yeah. Truck came off the line, shook it down, made it run. That's it. Yeah, there was like no fast moves here. Nope. So to be clear, it's not like, oh, and what, what, did, what tricks did they pull? Wait, were there actually a whole bunch of tricks we could have pulled yeah. and didn't? <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, you know, like, as Dan said, like no, no special aero treatment. Uh, the, oh, and by the way, we should mention there was yeah. no charging. Like, we, we charged yeah, the truck. Yeah, yeah, we didn't stop to charge. Single, yes. single driver. Single one charge. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> minor detail. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not like 500 miles, like with no load, with special arrow and special everything. It's like fully loaded, go, going from the Bay Area. We actually had to like go a bit north to get to, you know, actually add to get to 500 miles because you can, you know, uh, LA to the Bay Area is less than that. Well, we went all the way to San Diego here, so we, we, oh, okay, we, that's we stretched yeah. out on the southern end, and uh, I mean. So aerodynamic efficiency obviously matters a lot. You can see it's it's uh, shaped like a bullet. It's really aerodynamic, um, and. Uh, that, that helps a lot. Uh, so we get uh, less than two kilowatt uh, hours. Two per kilowatt mile. hours a mile. Yep. So and, and that's the name of the game yeah. is efficiency there. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's really efficient uh, in every way. And uh, I mean, the team's done a lot of awesome work. I mean, we, yes. we went into the wind tunnel um, with this really cool model, rolling road, the whole nine yards. And pulled in a lot of learnings and all of our features from the car side that, you know, give us such great real world efficiency there. And really want to make sure that the, you know, the truck and the trailer have to work together. You know, this is a combination. This is not just the truck. If you optimize one, you actually might disrupt the whole combination. And so we spent a lot of time both, you know, virtually, but also in the wind tunnel to make this happen. And really some next level engineering to, uh, of everything they had to do there. And, you know, it means that we've got a really efficient truck. Yeah. I, I have a question. What do you have to do to that trailer to make them work together? Uh, do you have to have a special trailer built by Tesla or one of Tesla's partners? Do you have to retrofit a trailer? Uh, what, what's going on there? What, what's the plan with those trailers? Are they going to be fitted with batteries? Uh, is that a possibility in the future? I wouldn't think that they're going to put batteries in the trailer because honestly, 500 miles is a long way. Um, 
And if the truck can do that fully loaded without having anything on the trailer, I don't know why you would want extra batteries because you do, or truck drivers do have mandatory stops that they have to make every, you know, over a certain time period. I'm interested to learn more about what, if any, technology goes into those trailers. All right, let's move on to our next clip. As I said, it's, a, it's as easy to drive as a Model 3. So it's like, uh, like, with basically no training, you can drive this. Um, you know, it's, you have to think bigger when you're driving it. <laughs> uh, but it's not like, uh, it's not hard to drive. It's really easy. And we put the center, it put the seat in the center for max visibility. It's low floor, you can stand up in the cabin. Yeah, and that's actually like a really big deal. I mean, and, I mean, you're a tall guy, Elon. Like, yeah. you're able to stand up just fine. And you know, the nice thing is, is that if you're a truck driver and you're out during the day and it's, you know, it's cold, it's snowy, whatever, you can get in and you, this isn't a sleeper cab. This is a day cab. You can still stand up and you can you know, shed your jacket, put it on the wall, all in the comfort. You can put your coveralls on while in the cab. So if you have to go do a dirty job, you can do that comfortably as opposed to being out in the elements. So that's, you know, that level of space is you know, unheard of. And we were able to do that with some pretty innovative packaging. And on top of it, there's plenty of cargo storage, you know, for drivers that need to bring any tools, other equipment along. And not to mention, you know, we've got the plugins, the wireless charging, everything they need on the uh, electronic side as well. Yeah, so I've got efficiency in every aspect of the vehicle. I've got one touch, a suspension dump, so you can, it's very easy to uh, attach to the trailer. Um, it, it saves time and money. It's uh, The fleet's more efficient and the driver's home sooner. Yeah, I mean, really, we're trying to extend the idea of this efficiency from not just while you're on the road, but into the yard as well. That's before and after you know the truck has done its job on the road. Because that means that you know, drivers at the end of the day are spending less time at the yard and they're getting home earlier and it makes their lives easier. You know, we've got a light test that's easy to execute, helps with compliance. There's all these little things that uh, the design team really spent their time, you know, researching. They did ride-alongs. They studied. They did all this work. It was really cool to watch them put, I mean, I think they even took like a bunch of like the various cups and put them in CAD and you'll see them like put them in various cup holder sizes and places. They'll like uh, mock up a bag. They'll do all kinds of neat stuff to understand how a driver works throughout the day. And uh, it means that they'll have a more efficient uh, experience overall. Obviously, they put a lot of thought into this vehicle, like even down to the cup holders, which I think is great. Um, Homer Simpson put a lot into his vehicle's cup holders because there's never a cup holder when you need one. And um, I'm glad to see the Tesla's taking the same approach. And actually... <laughs> Makes me sound like I'm being a jerk. I'm just teasing, uh, not trying to be snotty on that. I have a I have a question. A lot of uh, truck drivers. Well, I don't know if a lot. A, a fair amount of truck drivers that I come across throughout my job. They have either their wife traveling with them, or it's a husband wife team, and they both drive. And there's some advantages to that uh, as truckers. Um, is there a configuration for the Tesla Semi that will allow them to do that? Because the driver is sitting in the center of the truck, and there's only one seat. So is there a configuration that allows for teams or people who travel with family members? Is that a possibility? And maybe maybe this version of the truck's just not that the version that will do that. But the seat in the center of the truck allows this truck to be built for right-hand drive and left-hand drive uh, regions. So this truck can go, the same truck could be built in the United States and and shipped over to the UK with no issues. 
um, other than regulatory issues, um, which is pretty cool. Another thing that I thought was neat was it has a suspension dump. So when you are backing the truck up to hitch your trailer, the suspension will actually drop down to make it a little bit easier to get underneath that trailer. I don't know if this is a big issue for truck drivers, because honestly, like I said, like I see truck drivers all the time when I'm at work and these folks can do amazing things with these really big machines. Maybe that's a, an advantage or, or maybe it's not, I, I'm not sure, but I thought it was cool. Another thing that I thought was neat and they just kind of briefly test, uh, mentioned it, but they have automatic testing system. So it has an automatic light testing system and they have an automatic brake testing system. Uh, for me, in the morning when I check out my truck, I have to go through a brake test. And that brake test includes like seeing if I can't drive through the air brake. So the air brake's engaged, I put it in drive, and I, I try to drive through that brake. Uh, another thing is, is I need to make sure that the emergency air brake engages at around 30 PSI. And, if, and there's just a bunch of other stuff that... <laughs> maybe isn't interesting to you that I have to go through to ensure that the brakes are safe to drive and operate the truck for the 24 hours that I'm going to be using it. Tesla has a little button that you can push and it will do an automatic brake test. Now, I don't know if this meets DOT requirements, Department of Transportation requirements, but just the fact that they're thinking about this stuff and the light tests and things like that, I think that's awesome because truck drivers have a whole list of things that they can do before they can leave um, and get out on the road. They need to make sure that they are safe and the people that they are traveling on the road with are safe. And there's even safety checks within <laughs> while they're out on the road. Like it, it, there's, there's a lot that goes into, you know, getting your Cheetos from one place to another. Next up, we're going to hear about charging and the Tesla semi. Obviously to charge a, a truck like this quickly, you need a high power charger. So we developed a megawatt class charger as it's capable of charging at a megawatt to DC. Yeah. Um, and it's our next generation immersive cooling. So it's, it's liquid cooled. Uh, so you don't need like a gigantic elephant trunk of a cable. You can actually have a small, small cable and that cable delivers uh, a megawatt. Um, and uh, yeah, with three X, the current density. I mean, this is really cool stuff. I mean, we took, you're actually immersing the conductor in the coolant, this water-based coolant that we have, and we're then doing some really neat isolation monitoring on the back end to ensure that it's safe and delivering that it needs to. But it means that we can really shove a lot of current in a very, very small place. So, you know, for those that have worked uh, and charged their cars on a V3 supercharger and the cable's nice and, you know, maneuverable, it's the same thing here, but now we're just shoving a megawatt through it instead. So, you know, this is key for high-power applications like Semi, but you want to tell them or do you want me to tell them? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's uh, going to be used for Cybertruck too. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is coming to our superchargers uh, next year. Yeah. 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 So. so the future of transport obviously requires a sustainable energy infrastructure. So you got to have all, all aspects of the of the energy question answered. Uh, sustainable power generation, uh, then you've got to store the power, and then you transfer the power to the vehicle. So the, like the three pillars of a sustainable energy future are sustainable power generation uh, with uh, solar and wind. Uh, I'm actually a fan of nuclear. Um, 
<laughs> which we should support, <laughs> um, and, and uh, geothermal and many others. But things that are sustainable uh, long-term, we... we uh, you're, you're, but, but things like wind and solar are intermittent, so you have to have the battery pack to store the energy so when the wind doesn't blow and the sun doesn't shine, you still have energy. And you can also buffer the power so you're not overloading the grid with spike loads. Yeah, and our semi-customers are actively deploying this today. And you know, we're working with them so that they have a pathway to get towards a you know, 100% sustainable future. You know, but we have all of this at our disposal, you know, commercial solar and Megapack. And you know, the Megapack is great because not only can it do things like peak shaving or some of the other uh, energy modulation, but it also provides a form of redundancy and backup. I mean, if we're going to ask you know, a fleet to take on these trucks and run them, they need to ensure that they're going to be able to charge them and keep their fleet running in the amount of power outage. And that's one of the things that we can do with the Megapack on site as well. Did anybody else have chills when they said that the Cybertruck would support the megawatt charging? Because I did. I was like, ooh, even if I can't afford it, maybe I'll have to figure out a way to afford it. That's a cool bit of technology. And I mentioned just briefly uh, when they were talking about the 1,000-volt system that's going into the, the Tesla Semi, and it might, it's coming to other products as well. It's probably coming to the Cybertruck and quite possibly the Roadster. They're just not talking about the Roadster at this moment. They also mentioned that they're going to be doing some energy buffering to keep from overloading the grid, which I think is pretty cool. And just like that, the Tesla semi-event is over. Before we go, I want to encourage you, if you live in the L.A. area or you're visiting the L.A. area, to go to the Peterson Auto Museum because they have the Tesla exhibit there. And Allison and Steve Sheridan FaceTimed me from... Uh, the Peterson Auto Museum, and they walked me around. And that exhibit is really amazing. They actually took a picture, Stephen Allison took a picture, right next to the Tesla Semi. And that uh, you, you would not, the Tesla Semi is big. I don't know how it compares to a standard uh, Semi truck, but it looks huge. And I don't know if that's just because of the way that the nose is designed. It just looks stubby. I don't know. It is huge, and it's got those cute little Model 3 door handles. And you know what? Uh, I'd also like to say hi to Pat and the Tesla Owners Club of Silicon Valley. While Allison was showing me around, Allison and Steve's friend Pat was there, and she listens to this show. So again, hi, Pat. But uh, there's this gentleman there from the Tesla Owners Silicon Valley Club, Tesla Owners Club Silicon Valley, and his name was Steve, and he was... (laughs) He was like giving so much detail on each little piece of the car. He was a wealth of information. It was a really cool face, but time call. It really made me feel like I was included in the group. Uh, but anyway, if you get a chance to go to the Peterson Auto Museum to see this stuff, I highly recommend it. It just looked amazing. All right, everybody, that is it for me this week. No news. This is already a 30-minute show. We don't need to make it longer. It would be torturous for you, and that would be unkind. Coming up on Tuesday, I talked to the CEO of Autonomy, and we talked about electric vehicles and some other stuff. I think you're going to enjoy it. All right, everybody, that is it for me today. I hope you all have a wonderful week or a wonderful couple of days, and I will talk to you on Tuesday. Nothing like this happens without amazing people. And so I just want to thank the people 
that spend countless hours to make this a reality. That's it. The people. That's it. I, I just want to echo. I know a lot of work went into it, and this is fantastic. We're thrilled uh, about the delivery today, so thank you. Yeah, thanks for letting us be a part of this. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. All right. All right, so, um, yeah, uh, thank you all. Thank you all for coming. Uh, it's, it's been a long, five, long journey, a long five years, uh, but uh, this is going to really revolutionize the roads. And I think make the world a better place in a, in a meaningful way. Um, so thank you for your support uh, through all the years. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.